Welcome to the Flaws of Friendship podcast. We have some exciting news. We get to be a part of a local conference coming up soon, September 17th and 18th, put on by Good Hope Church. It is called Flawless Friendships and is going to help us change the way we think about relationships. If you are in the Culpeper, Spotsylvania, or Fredericksburg area, we would love to have you join us. It is $20 per person, or you can bring a friend for 30 All you have to do is register online at goodhopelive.com slash wow21. Wow21 Women of the Word Conference. We hope to see you there. Welcome to the Flaws of Friendship Podcast, episode 49. Ooh, we are almost to a big one. Ooh. This is where you do next week. You don't mind being 50. Yeah. Uh, in podcast ages? Well, no, not in podcast ages, but it does hit a little too close to my real age. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you put it in those terms, I'm not looking forward to either far. Oh. But I have a couple of I have a couple of years to go. I'm fine. Let's just say this. We will celebrate episode fifty a lot sooner than we'll celebrate fifty. On in you. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Okay. So what have we titled this? High Voltage Friendship. That's right. Today we are going to be talking about how and why and what happens when you put friendship to work. We did today. Yes. Yes. I love when there are real examples. I think sometimes when people talk, it's so generalized that it feels unreal or it feels like you can't grasp spit yourself. Yeah. And so today, literally, we put our friendship to work. We did what we've been talking about doing. We did what we have been harping on for a year. We did it. Yes. We do it all the time, though. I mean, we sure do. But today, no, we really brought it home, Var. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Are we going to tell them? No, I'm too excited to tell him. You tell him. <laughs> no, I'm super excited. Yes. So. Okay, I'll tell him. Okay. Okay. So about two years ago, during our 16-month Tabitha's Fault blow up. You better repent. Oh, I just got to look. Okay. Um, you better repent of that, Vari. I'm sorry, Var, because you helped me today, and so I take that back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm teasing blow you ups while take you're little... two. <laughs> so do reconciliations. It's all about two and two. Okay, fine. Okay. So about two summers ago, the Lord just dropped this bomb into my spirit one morning, which came as a title called Blink 3X. And I knew it was a justice something. And I saw it coming in the form of apparel, clothes. And the picture that it came into was this is apparel and products that would help victims signal for help and the average person to engage in the war. And at first it came like a trafficking thing. And then I started seeing church injustice and the vulnerable and children and family. And it it just became... I don't know, even too much for me to even understand. So I've just been kind of sitting with this, knowing that it was burning in my heart and not real sure what to do about it. And then we got back together and I was telling you about it and we tried to launch something and it just never, I don't know, the wheels never greased. So I, we let it sit a little while and 
Well, should I tell them first about my job, though? Oh, yeah. It kind of plays into all this. It it's sure does. interesting because I think I told everybody that I was in this amazing job. It fell into my lap. I felt like I was really now going into what I was supposed to be doing. But it took me 30 minutes away from you every day again like I got out of full-time work thought we were going to work together and then I took this job and here I was gone again mm -hmm. and it was really surprising to me that the Lord said I want you to go home and I guess that meant home to home to my var home to me <laughs> and I just got finished wrapping that job up just this week and I had something burning in my heart this week I tried to launch it alone, and I said, you know what? I can't do it alone. i got to come over, and we did it together. So we'll tell you all that story. I wanted to tell the backstory just because it's so interesting how the Lord called me back. He really has set the work in front of me, and it looks a little irrational. <laughs> like a lot of people would say, that's crazy. You're not in a season of your life where you can just quit everything and go home to your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> which sounds a little weird <laughs> but var i'm i'm here i'm move, i'm bringing my tea kettle back i'm home i'm home honey yes, i'm home is. yeah <laughs> i do send her back at night so don't worry david and don't worry michael so she does go home eventually because that thing goes to bed at like nine o'clock and I'm up till 11, 12. So she goes, she goes to her real home too. But yes, we are at home in our podcast studio. If you have seen our website and seen our little one liner that we call them, our website says we prepare women to partner with the right friend and carry out their kingdom assignments together. Yes. And if you hear us talk over and over, we talk about this being Havar, which is friendship in motion. It is literally helping somebody carry the weight of their life, the assignments that God has for them, and literally helping them accomplish things that they could never accomplish alone. And so today we got to do that. And I was at church a few weeks ago, and there was a scripture that they had read. And now I don't even know what scripture it was, but it was talking about work and it just stuck out to me. And so I looked it up and it said energy. And I love this because it just made me think about the Havar, that when we are working together, it produces an energy. And so when I dug deeper into it, it said, you have to engage in this type of work and it intensifies the work. And so it actually helps you take something from one stage to another. They said it's much like an electrical current that's running through a wire and it has to make it to the light bulb to brighten it up. And so today we got to do that. Stacy said, Tab, there is something that I know that I'm supposed to launch. And so I I'm going to do that, but I need your help. And so she sat down with me. And so just think about that wire being her assignment. And then she brought that high voltage friendship is like that electrical current. And she was able to launch that campaign. She was actually able to step into the, that kingdom assignment that God has placed on her life because I came beside her and was able to help engage in the work and move it from one stage to the other. And so we did launch it and I'm so happy for her because what it does more than just work guys, we have connected work to so being wrapped up in who you are and who God 
calls you to be, even if you're not there yet, because we're all on this search. We're all like, who am I? What am I made for? And is it ever time to really do it? And the answer is yes, it's time to do it. But sometimes you're going to need somebody to help you. Most times you're going to need somebody to help you. And so let's tell them what we launched for. <laughs> let's tell them, tell them, tell them. Okay. I am so passionate about this topic. For years, I have watched people get burned and rejected in the church and have to pull away from the church in order to heal. The vulnerable, the rejected children, women are reaching out for help. So not only are they in these maybe crisis situations in their own lives, but then they reach out to help. This project actually came from a post that I was led to do just talking about spousal abuse. It's a silent killer in the church. So many women, I cannot even tell you the stories, both locally and nationally, that I've been tuning into and hearing are women suffering 20, 25, 30 years in these marriages, their kids are suffering, and they reach out to the church. And in many times, they're told, you're just being irrational, you're being a little dramatic. And in some cases, locally, locally, which is what really got me, is I know personally women who have reached out to pastors I know for help they confront the husband maybe once, and then the husband denies everything, which is a huge red flag, huge red flag. A healthy couple, even if a wife reached out and did exaggerate a little bit, the husband in a normal, healthy relationship is going to go, okay, well, yeah, we do have a little issue there, and I can see where she would misperceive that or take it like that. But in these cases, they're flat out denying it. They're taking their wives through court. They're going through hell. And now the church and the church family that they have both been a part of is rallying around the husband and the wife then has to go at it alone. She's exhausted from fighting. She's trying to fight for her children. She's trying to fight for money because in a lot of cases, she's been being supported, a stay at home mom. And it's a mess. So when I posted a post about this, I was blown away by the responses again locally. And I had already thought about this slogan. I was walking one day, probably a few months ago. I think I told you about it when it first hit me. No one should have to leave a church to heal. And when I made that post and I saw the stories, I went, it's time. And so blink, uh, like I said, blink three X, blink three times. It increases your awareness. It's just a name to say, look around. And not only can you wear these messages on your body, which we need to be clothing ourselves with, but they're an invitation for the marginalized, the overcast, the victims to then see the message and go, that's me. And then we become a lifeline. So we are raising up an army What I want to do is raise up an army locally. I want that blink 3X to be so recognizable. I want people to see an eye and think immediately what they can do to be looking around. So this is just a huge passion in my heart. And I know that the only way that we will bring change to the church and to the world, because blink 3X is not just focused on the inside of the church, is for us to rise up and say no more, that we will never abandon each other. And we will listen to those who need help and who want to tell their stories. But we said it earlier, there's safety in numbers, but there's power in them too. And it only takes one voice to start a revolution. And I 
I know I want it to be mine. And I hope that you want it to be yours. So that is what Blink3X is all about. So we have just launched our first apparel campaign that says no one should have to leave a church to heal. That's right. So excited. But I couldn't have done this without Tabitha. Could not have done, done it without you. So I'm so thankful for her and for what the Lord has called us into. And he's just taking this Havar word and putting energy to it and letting us experience it. We know that prophetically we hear and then we always have to walk out. Mm -hmm. And so we've been trying almost... I don't know, what would you say? Like sometimes we try it and we just hit a wall and hit a wall, but I think we've gotten better at hearing a word. And when something's not working, we kind of let it back off and sit for a little while. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing to me today. All that time we spent back in the summer and all the hours trying to make this happen. And then we had the wisdom, hopefully, and I took a job maybe I wasn't supposed to take, so we had a little time. But to pull back, and then once I stepped out in obedience and said, you know what, work for me might look a little different than work for the average person because I know I'm set apart. I know Tabitha is set apart, and together we are set apart. Mm -hmm. So my work is alongside Tabitha and whatever the Lord calls us to do. But I'm so excited that today we got to see a little fruit from that. So if you, can I just give a little plug from my Facebook? If you are friends with me on Facebook, the campaign is up on my page, but I would love it if you would go on Instagram or Facebook and like blink three X. And we're just going to be rolling out campaigns as the Lord gives them to me. Cause I tell you what, I got some Elijah fire burning in my bones. Yes. And what I love about Stacy and other Mavericks, other rebel girls like her is that they're not afraid to talk about hard topics and be the voice for others who just can't who wish they could, but they just can't. And I believe that the Lord is calling for this in such a powerful way. You see this prophetic rising up. And if you are like this woman who you just, you see the injustices of the world and you see the problems and you've been shut down when you try to pinpoint them out and you're poking, girl, you may have a little prophetic in you. And so it's time for the rejection of the prophets to be over because I believe they're rising up and over the rejections to release the word. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we got to do today. And you guys have the opportunity to do that. And so I just kind of want to take them through this process because we truly believe we wouldn't be here if you guys didn't have kingdom assignments that you need to step into today. Mm -hmm. And so if there is something, I want you guys just to think about that one thing that the Lord is calling you to right now and think about Who is around you? What friend do you have? Who can partner with you to bring that Holy Spirit fire that will, like that current, kind of push you to being able to launch that and live out that assignment because that is your purpose and you're made for it and it's made for today. And so would you say anything, because even though we know this, it's still funny that you still tried a little bit by yourself which we do know we're always going to be talking to that one, that independent woman who maybe have been rejected because you're trying to take these big dreams to people who are like, oh, here she goes again. What is she doing? How did we even make this happen? And so I think you, for whatever reason, we're still pretty independent women. And so 
I think we are naturally inclined to try things by ourselves. But what was it that helped you tip over from saying, hey, this might be something I could do by myself? And it, you could have. Like you very well could have. It may have taken you longer or for, for whatever reason. You would have got it done. I don't doubt that because you're capable. But there was this little something, the little pause that said, hey, I need my bar. And so, do you know? Do you mean yesterday when I was trying or back when? Yeah. Yeah. Even yesterday. Oh, okay. Because you were like, oh, I guess I'll try it by myself. And then like a few hours later, you're like, well, I'm coming over. <laughs> yeah. So there was something that yeah. has to happen because I think we're always going to be talking to the strong little women who think that they can do it alone. Yeah. And you possibly could, but you could do it much better, much quicker, much faster, much more powerful together. It's going to look more kingdom and it's going to produce more fruit. Yeah. Well, and you said it. I knew that if I waited for you, it was going to be better than if I did it on my own. And mm -hmm. I want that spirit filled voltage yeah. to touch this thing. So, you know, we've talked a lot about me writing and we were sitting there talking one night with someone who said, well, I could go the traditional way and publish it or we could go the way of self-publishing, but we would have more control. And I just immediately said, I would never traditionally publish because I would never want a book cover on one of my books that Tabitha didn't design. And they would definitely take mine off because I don't follow the traditional routes of yeah. but graphic I, design. Yeah, I just know that my life, this Havar word is a prophetic word. I know that I'm joined to you. Mm -hmm. And so even if I could do it, the Lord has said, you can do it better with her. Yeah. It's not that I'm not capable, but I will say that sometimes I forget, and it's not that I'm trying to be independent. I'm trying to save you time yeah. or just to say, oh, you know, she's probably busy or I know you have a cold right now. So let me just let her rest tomorrow. And then I got halfway through it and I was like, no, I want her eyes on my words. I want her to look to see if a picture needs to go here. And I just know that your gifts complement mine and together we can produce about 10,000 more volts than I can mm -hmm. in my 1,000. That's right. And vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so we want you guys to step into the high voltage work of the Lord. And so just think about the works that he is calling you to. Align yourself with the women and the woman that he wants you to align yourself with and get ready to light this world up. Yeah. It's time. Yes, it is time. I was looking at that word set apart mm -hmm. because I knew that I had a great deal going with where I was. Uh -huh. And yet the Lord kept calling me back and I realized I am set apart. I can't go and do what other people normally do in their day job. I've been set apart when I know that. And I know that I've been set apart. Well, first of all, unto something. And I know I've been set apart with someone and so unto someone, un <laughs> unto, unto someone and unto something. Yeah, I like it. It's like King James. Version. <laughs> Every once in a while, thou'st I do help. Thou'st, 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 must Havar. <laughs> Havareth. <laughs> Except you said, you sound like you have a speech impediment though. Hey, Havareth. <laughs> Havareth. Havareth. <laughs> Lord. Thank you for partnering me with the right one. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. So when I was looking up this word, in our language, set apart has this 
connotation, this definition that something is religious or morally good. So it's devoted as something perfect in goodness and righteousness. Except that when you're studying the Bible and in Hebrew, you can't just go to the Hebrew word because every derivative of a Hebrew word is going to come from the root and it's a, and the meaning is attached to the root word. So you can't just have a standalone definition, right? So this word is set apart actually comes from the word kodesh or quota. I don't know how you say it. It's Q-O-D-E-S-H, which is the word for holy that we say. Okay. It's taken from a root word, Q-A-D-A-S-H, means to be set apart for a specific purpose from everything else to do a job. Mm -hmm. So holy, a holy friendship, a holy, holy, when they say holy, it always has the connotation of work. Mm -hmm. It's always about a specific job. It's always attached to movement. It always is. And, or in my research, in this particular use of the word, which is used a lot yeah. in scripture. So when we talk even about the nation of, of Israel, and it's described as a holy nation, it doesn't just mean they're sitting around in some wilderness and desert going, hum, we're so holy, hum. But it's actually, they were set apart as a nation to accomplish something specific on earth that no other nation can do. And I also look at that in modern day terms. We look at the way that our nation was founded on the principles that it was founded. And there's a lot of people coming out talking against the Christian nationalism that we should be more focused on Jesus than we are the political realm. But I don't think that you can say I'm so focused on Jesus that I don't understand the holy purposes of, of our nation. So to get involved even in today's culture and to be able to say the United States is a holy nation set apart to do good works that no other nation in the world was set apart to do. So it's very biblical to care about your nation, which is just a side rant that mm -hmm. just came up. But the point is, if you are set apart, if you are holy, you have been called to do something and the reward is your work. It's never a punishment. It is a reward. They were released into the promised land, which we talk about. We want, we want women to walk into their promised land and take their territories. But you're not, it's never just to sit there and let God drop manna from the sky to you. It's to work. Mm -hmm. The reward is work. And I love that and how it is attached to holy, which is that work that is good and that is righteous. And how many of us are just praying that we're doing the right thing? Is it the holy thing? Is it the holy work of the Lord that is producing goodness and righteousness and kingdom? And we have to ask ourselves that. We have to ask ourselves that. And Stacy, just doing this campaign today, she had to say, okay, what is the most holy? What is the most righteous form of this? Me doing it by myself or partnering with somebody else who can give God more glory mm -hmm. when it's all said and done. And so... We chose the holy work today and it's a heavenly work and heaven is going to invade the earth because of it. And that's what we want to see here. Yeah. We want to see heaven invade you to a point where it literally busts out of you and changes every sphere. 
that you step into. Every sphere that you're called into. Yeah. And I just want to say this podcast, a lot of times we will talk about things that we're doing. We don't use this podcast as a plug for our other things. This podcast is meant to say and release the word Havar over you. Mm -hmm. But we can't just like you said in the beginning, we can't just talk about it. We actually have to show y'all that we're, we're doing it, we're living it out, we're believing it. So I wanted to come back and, you know, just circle back around and say, nothing we talk about here is a plug for you to buy something that we're doing. We are living out, we're putting hands and feet on this prophetic word, or else the prophetic word when it's released, what good is it if you actually don't do something with it so we want y'all to know we're doing something with it and for your friendships what does it look like for you to do the holy work of friendship for you to be set apart with another in order to walk into your promised land and do the work he has prepared in advance for you to do Mm -hmm, that good work yeah hey i just thought you know something that we are plugging them into is their purpose If you're going to be plugged in anywhere, you better plug in with the right person and start plowing in heavenly purpose. Yeah. With heavenly passion. Amen. Which we are full of around here. I sure am, especially after today. I know. I'm so proud of you, Vari. Thank you. I'm proud of you too, Vari. Thanks for partnering with me. I couldn't have done it without you. Oh, no problem. And I got my crew neck sweatshirt. I'll be wearing it seven to ten days. (laughs) I can't wait. Y'all have a good week. Go fulfill your purpose together and watch the energy of spirit-filled friendship fuel your lives. You will not be sorry you ever gave it a chance. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.